I'm delighted to welcome Martin Connor to the events podcast. Martin is Head of Acting Studies at the school and also directs the annual end of year musical, which this year is the London premiere of Chaplin. Chaplin opens on Tuesday the 26th of June with eight public performances in the Silk Street Theatre. So welcome, Martin. Thank you. Hello. Uh, hello. Most people probably won't have heard of Chaplin because it hasn't had much of an outing here in the UK before, has it? No. Um, it was actually about five years ago now that um, Bill Deemer and I, Bill Deemer is the choreographer who I work with a lot. We, in fact, we've done something like 25 productions together. Wow. I think it's excess, in excess of that. But anyway, um, he and I were asked by... a. a producer called Kenny Wax, London producer, um, and we were asked if we'd like to pitch for a new West End production that was going to go ahead um, at the time, and so we went in and did so, we, were, we actually got the pitch, we were actually, I mean we got the job, so we, we were asked would we like to um, do a production of Chaplin. Chaplin had n not been done in this country ever before. It had been tried out all way back in the early 80s and in a different form and it had a moderate success and then um, it didn't go anywhere, it was, didn't go to New York. But anyway, the writers had revisited it and um, Kenny Wax was involved with a, an American producer who uh, was going to put it on the West End and then take it to Broadway so we could see the uh, starring you know, the lights in Broadway <laughs> in front of us. Well, anyway, the long and the short of it was that the, um, the money fell through in the end, surprise, surprise, and so the whole thing was scrapped. But Bill and I really liked the musical, and we very much liked the, the composer who we'd met as part of this pitch that we were doing. And so we proposed to him um, that we might do a production at the, Guildhall, the Guildford School of Music and Drama, which is um, obviously in Guildford, often confused with us because it sounds very much like Guildhall. Um, anyway, the GSA, Guildford School of Acting, agreed to do a workshop production of it, which we did, and that would have been about three years ago. And again, it, we loved doing it. It was, it was a success down there. And, and uh, Roger Anderson, the composer, saw it and very complimentary about what we'd done with it but we realized and he realized too that it needed some more work so uh, off he went and rewrote some songs and changed some of the book and so on and added songs in and um, so here we are now with this completely new version of the musical never been done certainly never been done in London and really it's never been done in England in this form and the story um, focuses on Chaplin's early life, mm -hmm. um, which was quite a gruelling one. There's lots of yes. <laughs> poverty and uh, yes. alcoholism and all sorts of things That's right. there. Well, he was born into a, a family which was a music hall family. I mean, his, his father was a music hall artist, a baritone singer, um, and his mother was also a, a, a singer on the, on the halls. Um, they were moderately successful. They weren't sort of top liners, but they were, you know, they were reasonable. Or he was especially reasonably successful. But um, he lived in Kennington, and uh, they, they weren't earning a great deal of money. And in fact, his his father, who 
like the booze, became worse and worse and worse, and in fact was um, actually died, died in the end um, of cirrhosis of the liver. But he um, he left his mother, um, Chaplin's mother, quite uh, early after he, he Charlie was born. Um, he had a stepbrother called Sidney, and they both <clears throat> Sidney slightly older, and they both had a pretty rough. Uh, childhood because the, the, they were left with mum and mum then had a nervous breakdown and she was in and out of um, mental asylums. Eventually um, they were put into the workhouse, taken to the workhouse because she couldn't support them. And so he, he spent a couple of years actually in um, Lambeth workhouse as a child. Now it's all rather heavy. You I was going to say, <laughs> people struggle to imagine <laughs> how this translates to well, a song. Well, the thing is that it, it's, very, it's, it's a very uh, ingenious musical because what happens is at the very beginning we see the older Chaplin looking back at some film of the period of the 1800s or the late 1800s and he uh, remembers it in this realistic way but then he stops and says, no, 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 I, 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 my memory of, ch of my childhood was much, much more to do with the music hall. And so he relives the memories of his youth, of his childhood, through the eyes of the music hall. So it's much, much more um, upbeat and uh, theatrical. The whole, his whole um, memory of it is, is theatrical. Okay. Um, well, you've had the music orchestrated especially for this production, because as you said, you mm. only did a workshop version before. Has that made the process of bringing the show to the stage quite different? Um, yes, different in the sense... Uh, Bill and I have worked with Steve Edis many times in the past, and we know that he's, he's a fantastic uh, musical director, but he's also a, a very well-established uh, uh, arranger, musical arranger. I mean, he, he worked a lot of a long time at the National Theatre, and he's done many productions, West End productions, uh, arranging music for them. So we also knew that he has a sensitivity for this particular period, and so we suggested that to the authors and the, the, the original composer that um, Steve might be the chap for the job, and he he certainly is. I mean, he's. He's done some wonderful adaptations or um, arrangements, rather, for, for the uh, for the production. Um, so it, it's only different in the sense of we've been in early on in the creation of the way in which the numbers are, are, are arranged, which is a luxury, yeah. which is great. Well, the acting programme here at school isn't specifically a musical theatre training, no. um, but musical projects are part of the second and third year, aren't they? Yeah, um, absolutely. So do you think it's important for actors to include musical theatre in their training? Well, what we're keen to do in the first two years is to enable young actors to find... Well, we, we, I don't like the word truth much because it, it, can, it sounds like we're, we're dealing with reality, which we're not. But it's finding believability, I suppose, um, author, authenticity, so that when an actor speaks, you believe that it's actually he's, he or she is um, creating those words for the first time. And so for the first year and a half, really, we're concerned with 
trying to encourage that kind of newly minted thoughts that um, are expressed in the author's words, uh, which in a way is paring away the acting, it's taking acting away, acting with a capital A, yeah. away, so that you're finding the believability um, and the simplicity of the thought. Um, once you've done that, you find that, the, what we refer to as the truth, then you have the problem in the theatre uh, to get it across the footlights, to get it, uh, you know, to make it big enough to read from the back of the, the theatre. And so there's an element of performance which is required. And so it's very carefully planned that during the second year, midway through the second year, um, the sense of size is introduced. First of all, they do a Greek project, which is, is hugely emo emotional, and Patsy Rodenberg has the whole year working to fantastic um, level of commitment, uh, emotional commitment, in the text. And then that's followed by a musical project. The idea is that, as I say, the performance element is, is really engaged with. And that is followed by um, a, a, a project on Shakespeare, which requires all that energy and all that commitment. So it's, it's carefully structured. Yeah. So that it's a, it's a very, very important part um, of the training in order to prepare the students for the public performances in the third year. Um, you regularly direct in the professional world um, mm -hmm. and you're also heavily involved in the audition process for Guildhall. Yeah. What are you looking for in an actor? Um, well, I suppose it's a, first of all it's an ability to find that truth, find that believability, so that although it may be raw, we try to see the potential in yeah. the student. Um, and also flexibility, so that uh, we're really keen for people to come in with an ability to change the way they're approaching their work. So they're not just, they haven't just prepared something and that's it, they've stuck with it, they're stuck with it. But, um, the, so a flexibility. Uh, and also, the way we work here is very much to do with the ensemble, and yes. so generosity of spirit and commitment to others is hugely important, but in fact that, that would, I would say that all applies to professional work as well, because when I'm casting a production for the professional stage, I'm just as interested in what those actors are going to um, be like in a company, yeah. how much they're going to be part of an ensemble, rather than just thinking of themselves, because to have a, a good production you need a happy company and a company that works well together. Even if you're dealing with starry names, they still have to relate comfortably with the rest of the company. And in fact, fortunately, with in 90% of my experience anyway, I've managed to find people with, with, with starry names, but they still are very, very much to do, very much concerned with being a good company member. I mean, just click, plucking a name out of the air. Um, we did a production here many years ago now of Wonderful Town 
and a producer came to see it and said, right, this is great, we're going to take it to the West End. And I thought, oh yeah, that's fine, that's going to happen, isn't it? But anyway, about a year later, we were opening in the West End with Maureen Lippmann playing the lead <laughs> role. But she was fantastic because she is a company player. And so she was really, at that time, concerned with leading the company in, in, a, in a beautiful way. And what do you enjoy about working with young actors at Guildhall? Is there something special about it? <laughs> yes, there is. I mean, it, there's something that I find joyous in engaging with young people who have strong ambition, who have, um, well, joy in their work. I keep coming back to that word joy, don't I? But it's joy in their work, which is infectious. Um, I've, I look forward to coming into school. I've never, ever thought for one moment, oh, I've got a job to do. Which is amazing. I, I, well, it's amazing. We're very lucky, too, because how many people can say that they don't think of their work as work? Mm, completely. It, I, I, I just love it. it. And I always have done. It's not only... It, it, I, I enjoy coming into school. I enjoy going into the theatre. enjoy going into rehearsal. There's only one time in my life that I've not... And that was I, was... I was asked to go to Australia, and I thought of the pound signs, or the, 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 you know, how it was going to affect my financial pocket. And I went down there and did it for money. And although I loved Australia, and I loved the, the production company, I, I shouldn't have been there, because it, I was doing it for money instead of love. Um, well, this particular show is at the end of three years of intensive training for mm. the third year actors. Um, they're on the brink of going into the wider profession. Um, how do you hope they'll feel as they leave? <laughs> the musical's a nice way to go out. It is. It? It's, a, it's a lovely way because, first of all, it's a fantastic opportunity to bring the whole school together because it, it, we have, the obviously, the actors with the fantastic musicians with the orchestra and also singers come into the production as well um, from the singing um, course. So it's a wonderful, and without, I'm daft to even think of it, not mentioning the, the huge uh, um, participation of the, of the technical crew. It's usually a really big job for them. It's a it? huge undertaking for the, uh, the technical department, and it's an amazing achievement. Every single production I've done here has been astonishing in terms of the, the, the production values. They are an amazing um, element, a, a part of the whole thing. And um, they, they, they achieve such high standards of production, which is, I've never known it in other drama schools. It's amazing. So it's an opportunity to come together, but it's also a, a, a wonderful opportunity to celebrate the end of a training. And uh, the actors have that luxury of, of being sent off with a sense of fun, anyway. So, uh, finally, what preparations do you advise young actors to take as they step into the profession, particularly when you've been in a bubble of drama mm. school for a while? Well, it's, it's always incredibly difficult to, to go from intense work, which they, all the actors do, all through the all three years, there's a tremendous level of commitment, and then suddenly to be set free into a, an appalling profession, 
everyone shouldn't go anywhere near um, because it's so insecure. Um, but I suppose, I mean, they, I, I would say that they have to, that I, I hope that they all feel ready um, and that they all feel uh, as though they have a full career in front of them. It will be tough, but they're, they're fully committed to that. They understand that. They go out with their eyes open. Um, and I think they should feel supported by, unfortunately, many of the students come back, say hello to us, keep in contact with us, it's great. Um, and some of them don't go into the, into the acting profession, some of them going to go into other aspects of the, of the um, profession, um, casting or um, directing or um, whatever. And so then they never, should never feel a, a failure just because they haven't um, gone into an acting career, but their training here sets them up for other things in the profession. Um, but the actors who, who stick to it, and there are many of them, um, a high percentage of, of our students remain in the profession as, as actors. I think the only thing I can suggest that they try to remember is something that uh, uh, my grandmother used to say to me, which is, <clears throat> hope for the best, be prepared for the worst, and take whatever comes with a good heart. Wise words. Thank you very much, Martin. Lovely to talk to you. Um, we are really looking forward to Chaplin, the London premiere, um, which opens on Tuesday the 26th of June, eight public performances in the Silk Street Theatre, on sale at the Bobkin box office now. Thank you very much for speaking with us. OK, thank you. Pleasure.